You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day, including, you can hear from me, on Tuesdays and Fridays. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Joe DiBiase, and I don't know, am I allowed to say I think I'm getting old at age 26? Because I woke up with some aches and pains today that I feel like I normally shouldn't have. And I'm Jordan Anskin, and I feel that way just because of, uh, I usually feel that way, like, culturally. Like, I don't understand, like, TikTok. Like, I don't understand. Like, I culturally, I think I've... I've gotten old. Like the Grammys, like the Grammys is always my test on whether I know things. Uh-huh. And like, I had no idea who half the people were. I didn't even know the Grammys happened. Was that recent? No, it was like, in, it was like in the winter, but like, uh-huh. that's always my test on whether I, I'm like, I know things. Okay. And like, I had to be honest, like a lot of the rappers I never heard of, okay. but I think that's just like, kind of like the way like music is like, it's quick, like it's quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, changing and yep. like you always have like new people on the scene and like a lot of those people I had no idea who they were. Um, this is a Locked On Sabers podcast, by the way. So, all right, I'm feeling old physically today. Jordan's feeling old mentally. Uh, so that means yeah. it's gonna be a great episode. Where our spirits are high, I think. Um, well, we're thinking like GMs, so we have to be old. I holy cow! Can we? T- we're gonna we're gonna get to it. Uh, the Seattle expansion draft lists are in. The Sabres protected list is at forward Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhardt, Victor Olofsson, Casey Middlestat, Tage Thompson, Rasmus Asplund, and Anders Bjork. On the blue line, Rasmus Ristolainen, Rasmus Dahlin, Henry Okiharju. And on net, it's Linus Ulmark. Uh, his negotiating rights are being protected. Exposed, Will Borgen, Colin Miller, Jake McCabe, Zemgus Gergensens, Jeff Skinner, Kyle Ocposo, and others. We'll get to the rest of it and other teams' decisions. But I also think that what other teams did might play into what happens and who gets taken from the Sabres. Now, I've been talked off a ledge, but I'll let Jordan go first because I don't really know how long I'm going to go on this. But I've been talked off a ledge, so I've settled down, I think, from where I thought I might have been when uh, when I first thought about the possibility of the Sabres protecting Rasmus Dalinen, not trading him before the trade freeze on Saturday, and exposing Will Borgen to the Kraken. I'll let you go first, though. That decision from the Sabres and even the likelihood that Seattle takes Borgen, because I think one of the reasons I've been talked off a ledge is other GMs have exposed so many good players I didn't foresee happening that I don't know if they, they take Borgen because like he's so the, the thing on Borgen, sorry, I'm going to let you go here. But the thing on Borgen is if he's not in the NHL and you want to send him down, he's got to clear waivers. And if Seattle takes him and says, OK, well, he didn't make the team. Let's send him down. Guess who's number one in the waiver order because they finished last last year the Sabres, so they could just reacquire him. So I think that's part of the reason why I've kind of been talked off a ledge. Yeah, um, I thought that too. I was pretty stunned with how many 
good players were made available. Now, some of them are unrestricted free agents. So I think like some of them, I think the team knows that their players going to test the market anyway. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, or they like their chances just being able to get them back anyways, Vegas or Seattle. I'm going to, I'm going to, I hope I don't mess them up all the time, but uh, mm-hmm. Seattle might not even like think about like, okay, this guy's not going to sign with us. Um, but yeah, like I, I still think like Seattle, the, I don't know if they truly believe in Borgen the way we do. Now, I think that Botterill being there changes that a little bit. Botterill would know what Borgen's capable of, um, or you would hope, you would expect him to. Um, and he would know, like, would Miller be a valid option for them, or could I get good value for Colin Miller? He may have tried to trade. Well, he traded for Colin Miller, right? That was Botterill. Yes, yep. And so he might have the value of Colin Miller that other people don't anyway. Yeah. So it's just like, I, my guess would be it's between those two players. I can't imagine anybody else gets picked. Um, I, and... would throw, I would throw Gergensen's hat in the ring because really? well, it depends on what how many defensemen you have them taking because, I don't know, the forwards are not that deep. I think once you get down to like line four and I could see them wanting to protect him or wanting to claim him for line four. Uh, but his I contract's like, not terrible, but also I don't think favorite, they, but, yeah. it's not a great contract, but it's not, it's like, what is it? Two million two two 2.2 million this year and next year. So that's something that like, that's something Seattle can deal with. Like that's not something that would be like breaking the bank. Um, but yeah, like okay, so we'll throw that name in the ring too. Um, but yeah, like I do, I really don't see them. Yeah, it it just depends on what they think of Borgen and how much they value analytics. That's been the De Borgen debate the entire time: is how much do you value his analytic like game compared to what is maybe. Like, just compared to, let's say, like, points. Or, let's say, like, I don't know. Like, it, it just – it seems like Borgen is, like, the analytics guy compared to – that was the argument with Risto. is like, trade Risto, get what you can so you can protect this young, like, analytical player. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't seem like that was uh, – that's not what the Sabres did. The Sabres were, I guess, holding firm that Risto yeah. would be better value – later on which is probably true i think that's definitely true is that risto's value at this point because teams know that we want to move risto's to keep Oregon. Mm-hmm. teams would know that so they're not going to give you their best offer for risto now we will rank the potential outcomes for the sabers in the expansion draft right after this joe dibiase and jordan hanskin here on the lockdown sabers podcast you know why Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everybody. When you talk about being a Built Bar fan, you're usually talking about your favorite flavors. I'm going cookies and cream and German chocolate, but I'm not a big mint brownie guy. And I'm sure there's many out there that love the mint brownie flavor. In fact, it's one of their most popular, so there are plenty out there that love it. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they are healthy too. Check out the macros. Seven 
17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And if you order today, get the grasshopper cookie flavor or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com, use the promo code Locked On. you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code Locked On for 15% off at Built.com. A word for Bet Online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but you got the NBA, college hoops, the NHL, all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine for these Saber games. You could bet on the exact amount of which either the Sabres or their opponent will win by. So if you think the Sabres are going to win by exactly two, you can find odds for the Sabres winning by exactly two. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is the site. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Remember to use the promo code Locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast. Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. How would you rank their potential outcomes? Uh, Now, that's unlikely, I think. But I think easily the top outcome would be that Seattle takes one of your high-priced players like Jeff Skinner, who we've, we've talked about that possibility. I don't think either of us think that's really all that possible. Uh, but that if that did happen, that would easily, I think, be number one, just taking that contract off your books. Uh, right next to it, maybe, even though I don't see as much value in losing a Postos contract anymore because I don't think you're going to be near a cap team for the next two years, and that's all that's left on a Postos contract. In fact, you might want that money to help get you to the, to the cap floor. But – you're not losing anything of value if that happens. And uh, you've had actually multiple reports now. Paul Hamilton from WGR has reported this. Uh, I think John Vogel has reported this, that Seattle has, what was the word, considered? They've considered uh, taking Kyle Poso in the expansion draft. Now, I will also say that that came before all of these other high-priced players started becoming unprotected like Matt Duchesne and Tarasenko and Carey Price, especially. So what about, what about those possibilities? I think Oposo might've been more possible a few days ago than today, but um, I think those are easily the, the number, the top one and two outcomes. Yeah. Um, yes. I would say Skinner Rock Poso. Um, I guess flip flop. Like it doesn't really matter which one's the best option. Cause I, I, I think Skinner is the better player. Mm-hmm. So um, but his contract's way worse, so it kind of cancels out there. Um, and then if you're going further along the line, then I'd probably like my favorite options is I'm taking either Miller, who we'd probably end up trading anyway, right? Or uh, and then Gergensons, and then Gergensons, and then probably Borgen. Like I'm, I'm okay with them losing Borgen. There's no it, bad I, outcome um, for you. Yeah, it's it's a neutral. Like it's. I think Borgen is a fine player, mm-hmm. but you have to, you have to lose somebody. And like, I'm, I'm okay with it being that player. I would have been, I would have su- I think it would have sucked more if it was losing Ristolainen for nothing. Okay. 
and then finally, I've seen some mock expansion drafts that have them taking Jake McCabe, which I thought was interesting because he's a pending UFA. Now Vegas did that with a couple of players last go round and then ended up signing him. Now, a lot of times it seems that the expansion teams though have those deals worked out. Like we've seen that with Florida. Uh, it seems that Seattle's going to take Chris Dreger, the goaltender from the Florida Panthers, uh, because they already have a, a $3.5 million deal worked out. Now we don't have anything of that sort on McCabe that it sounds like has happened. Um, what about them taking McCabe? Because I kind of want him back. I know that there's this youth movement, but you know they're going to have at least one veteran on the blue line, right? Like I can say all I want, how I want Borgen to be the oldest defenseman on their blue line next year. Um, but in reality, what's the chances that they actually do that? I think it's pretty slim. And if you're going to have it, even just one veteran on that blue line, I, I've always liked the idea of bringing McKay back as that veteran guy on the blue line who he, he's he they play him properly. The, the 18 to 19 minute a night guy. He is physical, but he also is a good passer of the puck. He's not going to blow your socks off with any of his with any of his skill set. But to me, he's just always been kind of a good all around defenseman. And the age is still pretty good. Twenty seven. Like, I would think I still have a few more years left of him. Um so I don't know what, 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 what would your thoughts be if they took uh, Jake McCabe that again, kind of neutral for me, but he's the guy I want to resign. Yeah. I, I like McCabe. Um, I thought last year, especially before he got hurt, that was like another, that was another big blow to this team is that was like another sure defenseman that we just didn't have in the lineup anymore. Hmm. And I think like, I thought he was having one of his best starts um, last year. And it, it was, it was, it really stunk that we didn't get to see, him all year long because I thought he was having like like a like a little step up mm-hmm. um in his game and I thought that it was something that like because before COVID hit before like all the bad stuff happened we were like four four and two and we were like not that bad and then we lost a bunch of players and yep. nobody really recovered um McKay was one of those guys and uh yeah I'd like to see him back all right. Well, uh, we're going to do a Seattle mock expansion draft and we'll start with the Buffalo Sabres. This will give us a good sense of how good this team is going to be. There's a lot of interesting teams along the way. Uh, me and Jordan have both gone through really all of these teams. I think the most interesting teams are going to want to stay tuned for the Montreal Canadiens who exposed Carey Price, the Predators who exposed Ryan Johansson and exposed Matt Duchesne. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens also, by the way, exposed Jonathan Druin. So that might be a little, you know, try to, that might be trying them trying to get them to not take price, but we'll talk about that uh, in the first place. In fact, let's do that before the expansion draft. Who, who was he the most surprising guy to you that got unprotected? It would be between Carey Price to me and Vladimir Tarasenko. The, the price thing, I kind of get it. I, I think it's, it's a big risk and your fans are probably going to hate it. But on the surface, I think that's a bad contract. He's got five years left at $10.5 million. I think that's a bad contract. And I think this would be the time to capitalize on getting that off your books if you could. And again, I know the fans will hate it because he did just carry you to the Stanley Cup playoffs. No pun intended. Um, But I don't see that as a negative if Seattle takes price. Whereas with St. Louis, I mean, Tarasenko, they're talking about he demanded a trade. And you would imagine that's a guy you would be getting a haul for. 
I, I can't even with the shoulder injury, I can't believe you would get nothing for Vladimir Tarasenko. And you protected Ivan Barbashev over him. Like Barbashev's a nice player. He's a good third line player in the NHL. But to me, that was crazy that they decided to let Tarasenko become unprotected. Cause he, if he's healthy is, I mean, is he not one of the best goal scoring wingers in the league? Like you couldn't get a first for him, even like a late first. That to me was crazy. That was my number one most surprising. Yeah, I think I think both of them were pretty surprising. Um, the Montreal one, the more I hear about it, it's like a game of chicken mm-hmm. between the two. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you're not going to take this contract, and Seattle's like, well, we it might, was. and <laughs> yeah. it's like, Seattle's like, well, we could. Um, and then like, I saw, I think it was a funny joke. It's like, you know, he is a goaltender with Pacific Northwest West roots uh, <laughs> that would really, really spark our season ticket prices. Yep. And, the, and the Canadian GM's like, well, I can give you. And I think that might be what's going to end up happening is like Montreal is going to be the team of, uh, I will give you something to mm-hmm. not take this contract. Um, because yeah. gosh, that's going to be hard to pass up for Seattle and Tarasenko. I think I agree with you hundred percent. Um, I didn't really have anything to add to that. Like it's, it's bizarre when you, cause it's, it's like the wrist alignment thing on a much larger scale. Right. It's like, you can get something for that guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole point of protecting him. Like right. that's why you would protect that player. Like the Sabres wouldn't put Sam Reinhardt in this. No, that would that would kind of be the equivalent of doing right. That. Sabres wouldn't put Reinhardt in this because they're because they're mad at each, like it's the same thing. Like they're mad at each other and they yeah. want to be traded. Like we wouldn't put Sam Reinhardt on this just because he's mad at us. And could you imagine if that happened? We would be burning the city to the ashes if they had done that. <laughs> that that right. building downtown, there would be protests if they had exposed. Yeah, it would be like, oh, thank you, like. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Like, perfect. Uh, it's, it's a little different. I know the injury does compound it a little bit, um, yeah. but well, we would put Eichel in this. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Then when we put Eichel in this, cause that's, yeah, right. That's, that's the right comparison there. Um, that's crazy. Uh, by the way, I think Montreal, like, like you're saying, like they probably thought all oh, Seattle's not taking price. And then it started getting known like, okay, they might. And, what is Montreal's been response been? I guarantee you all of these reports out there right now from like Frank Saravelli and Pierre Lebrun about, well, you know what might make this issue harder? Carey Price, he's got this injury. He might not play a lot next year. He might miss some games. He's meeting with this doctor next week. You know, there could be a knee injury. There could be a hip injury. To me, that is Montreal putting all that in the media because now they're afraid Seattle's going to take Price, and they're trying to throw information out there uh, to make it so that they don't. Um, But even that, like, is Seattle not going to take Carey Price because he's going to miss 15 games at the beginning of the year? Like, you're not taking Carey Price just for, you know, the beginning no. part of a season. You're you're getting him to be like the face of your franchise. I really do think too. It's it's like a business move. Mm-hmm. Like Seattle is trying to. Seattle has the ability to be good or like competitive. Not necessarily good. Like I don't think that their team would be as good as Vegas's. Cause it doesn't sound like they're getting players like from team, like teams aren't trading players of them to not take other players right now. Right. Could still happen, but mm-hmm. it seems like Seattle has a, like, I think I built a team that could do decent with Seattle, okay. but like, I, like Carrie price can take a decent team to the playoffs. 
Like, they don't have to be very good. He's shown it many times. Like, Gary Price does not have to take a good team to the playoffs for over the next couple of years. And that's that's hard to pass up if you're the expansion team and you're trying to build a fan base. Look at Vegas. Like, it's just like, that is as good as you could get. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's as good of a fan base as you can get. And I think a lot of it starts because they won and they won immediately. Like, I think Seattle gotta be thinking like wouldn't that be nice to just have this great like exciting team that's like competing for playoff spots right away like i just feel like it that for that reason like carrie price who is like from the region i know he's canadian but like he's from the 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 area like that would be like the fan favorite player immediately that is it for today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast. A little discussion on the Sabres expansion list. But next, tomorrow, a full mock expansion draft. We'll get a look at what the Kraken will look like. I think they're going to be a lot better than I originally was thinking uh, for the Kraken. I think that could be a playoff contending team. But see what the roster comes out as. Me and Jordan both picking for each team. That's going to be tomorrow. Wednesday is the expansion draft. So maybe we'll know more about what the Sabres uh, likelihood is of who they'll lose on Wednesday. I'm sure we'll see some leaks over the coming days. But um, actually, I don't remember. Did that happen with Vegas? I'll have to look because usually you would think there'd be leaks because there's leaks with everything, but uh, maybe not. Uh, but anyways, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Full mock expansion draft tomorrow on the Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanscom.